Hey, Rich. Hey, Mark. How's it going, man? It's going great. All Anytime right. it's mini time, it's great. Mini time. Kind of like these little chit chats you and I have. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. You know, catching up about yeah. what happened over the last week and stuff like that. I love that we don't do too much consulting either. Like we just kind of get together and start talking. Yeah, that's you know? about it. We, we kind of have a general idea of things that happened yeah. and whatnot, but yeah. you know, just kind of shoot from the hip. Yeah, let's shoot from the hip. I'm going to shoot from my bad hip this week. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah. You get on with your bad hip. Then when self. I get it replaced, I'll start shooting from the other hip. Okay. I, I don't want to wear out the good one. Is that happening? Are you getting a hip replacement? I'm supposed to. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. They said, you know, no rush. I probably should have had it done around eight years ago. Oh. So, <laughs> basically, the doctor <laughs> hey. looks, he looked at my x-ray and he looks at me and goes, are you taking anything for pain? Like, he, he literally was like, kind of like, you know. He's like, wow. How are you? How are you even doing this? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of clickety clackety. Wow. Well, that's, you know, I wish I could say uh, I wasn't getting any older, but I am too. Yeah. You know, what are we going to do? Eh, it's called life, I guess. You know, we could be the guys, we could just talk about our health and the weather. Oh, and, God. You know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. The older I get, the, when I get together with my buddies, it's like, hey, what medications are you on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. My elbow is going crazy. And you exchange a couple. Here, try this for your blood pressure. And here, try this for your anxiety. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so uh, funny. Well, you know out. one place where you won't suffer any anxiety? Uh, Bimmy? That's right. The uh, Block Island Maritime Institute. Their motto is learn to love Block Island, and they're the sponsor of our mini pods. Yeah, and they have uh, programs for the whole family to explore the history and beauty of Block Island and the Great Salt Pond, and Bimmy's located right next to uh, Dead Eyes and Dick's Fish. Yeah, you should go check out their seven aquariums and exploration tanks. They have daily educational programs for kids, including marine dissections, shell fishing, squidding, crabbing, tying nautical knots, beach and dockside explorations, Bimmy boat battles, and more. Something for the whole family. You can even take a harbor cruise. Sounds like fun. Yeah, it's a great. I was actually, well, we'll talk about the mini pod. I spent some time at Bimmy this week. Cool. It was hot, actually. Was it? <laughs> Where I was, it okay. was. We'll get to it. So okay. uh, let's go quickly. Uh, Norman Riker. Great Nor- episode. Great episode last yeah. week with Norman. Good stories, you know. Amazing. And I love that he had a little piece of growing up here and then being uh, shipped off or requesting to go to school on the mainland. <laughs> yeah. uh, depends how you want to take that. Somebody, put it this way. Episode. Somebody had the foresight to get him the hell out of here. Yeah. yeah Whether it was you know. self-imposed mm-hmm. or parental, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. But was, yeah. Kind of got the message like maybe his dad was like, look, I'd rather have somebody else arrest you. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, can you imagine growing up here and your dad's the uh, chief no. of police and you're like your formative no. years? There's certain connections in this small town. It's got to be a hard. It's got to be you know, a tightrope to walk. You like know? imagine going to school here and your dad's the principal. Right. You right. Know, like right. That's got to right. be tough. You know? Well, yeah. I love the story. Manje and uh, yeah. Silas. You right. know, mom was principal <laughs> of the school. So. I love the story told, though, about the. Uh, the police officer who who had to take him, you know, he got in a little bit of kid kid trouble. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the police officer that took him in was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, I didn't know who you are." And, J- and Norm's <laughs> in the back, like talking the guy down, be like, "Oh, it's okay, it's, it's okay, it'll be fine." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just doing your job, you know. Uh, I get it, but that was a good well, episode. Norm's a great guy. Yeah, and, and speaking of Norm being a great guy, he actually did send us an email because look, listeners, whenever we interview someone, you have to understand uh, they're on the spot, and a lot of times they. they you know, we and, and we digress. Obviously, as you know, we go on a lot of tangents. We go down rabbit holes and wormholes, and uh, sometimes we just forget to mention things. And Norman uh, Norman sent us an email. 
and uh, he was beside himself because he he felt like he forgot to uh, mention some people that were very important. So quickly, uh, Norman uh, wanted to apologize to any friends, family, community members he may have uh, neglected neglected to mention or just forgot. Um, first off, he said uh, the Block Island School, Barbie Michelle. Uh, he really wanted to mention her fifth and sixth grade teacher, great influence. Uh, he also wanted to mention Shannon McAloon and Laura Ernst. Um, he also wanted to mention that his first Island job working for the Sear family, um, was, was amazing. He, uh, was really close with, uh, Ulrich B and Lorraine. And, uh, he said they were stern, but fair. And they taught him that, uh, he had to earn his keep, which was a good lesson. Yeah. Um, he also went on to say he was a punk and a troublemaker, and uh, some of his stories alluded to that. But uh, as a you know, he grew up, he reflected on those, and and he tried to improve as a person. Um, so he wanted to uh, apologize to that young young police officer, whoever he was, that <laughs> that arrested him behind St. Andrews. <laughs> Um, and then he just wants. We're getting old. That he might be dead by now. I know. Who knows? <laughs> well, apologies to his family. Yeah, and he did want to shout out uh, and, and remember Matt Helterline. Um, we all miss Matt. Uh, he said Matt was a great camper. He played soccer at Skidmore. Uh, he knew Matt's college coach, and uh, Ron McEachin was his coach's name. And he said that Matt was the best athlete on our team. Um, and also, uh, he wanted to mention his daughter Isabel. Because uh, she played soccer at Union College. Um, anyways, a couple more. He wanted to mention the Crawford family, Callum and Wendy, and their their kids, Fiona, Ruby, and Rory. Um, and uh, that Matthias Hines and Sophia Riker were born on the same day um, as. Uh, uh, oh yeah, Matthias and Sophia were born on the same day. So there's oh, that. And the last shared birthday. The last tie he wanted to mention was uh, uh, his uh, Jerry, Summer, and Gabrielle. And uh, they share the same wedding anniversary, 10 years apart on July 19th. So Aww. anyways, Norm, no worries. All of your friends that you, you know, kind of forgot, don't worry about it. It's it's tough when you're on the spot like that. But yeah. anyway, we hope that just made it right for you. Well, I hope so. Me too. Um, great interview. And thanks for chatting with us, Norm. Yeah. So it's been a pretty quiet week on Block Island. Nothing yeah, happened. not much happened. Not no. much went down. Nothing no. in the news, really. No. So, oh, wait no. a minute. But oh, there yeah. was one a thing. Ballard's thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack there. Well, um, yeah. So I, I think, you know, we agreed, right, that we're going to just... Uh, I suggested, and now we're we're going to do it. We're just this Wednesday's episode is going to be a full episode. There's just too much to cover. Way too much. And in light of this this latest incident, we've actually uh, managed to do some digging, and we've got some interesting information, and we think it's important to get out there to the to the public. Absolutely. So. You know, we're we, down. And look, like we said, there's a lot to unpack. There are a lot of angles to this. There's history that we need to uh, refresh everyone's memory about. Um, there is a timeline to this. Look, there's there's a lot of scuttlebutt, a lot of chatter on the Internet, a lot of videos floating around. Um, and we, we, we're going to need some time to synthesize all this and put together a coherent, cohesive, um, you know, uh, uh, talk informative informative discussion it's probably gonna be a little different than our usual podcast because we tend to try to be lighthearted and fun and learn yeah. new stuff but 
in this one, we're going to try to help you learn new stuff. So let's get, we'll get to that on Wednesday. We'll get you'll, to that on Wednesday. So, so we know a lot of you are really looking forward to us just kind of tearing into this issue today on this mini pod. But again, please bear with us just uh, yeah. a few more days. And on Wednesday, uh, you'll get the full, our full take on it and uh, our, A, the, the history of, of what's been going on. B, we're going to cover the incidents that happened there, um, allegedly or actually. And also, we're going to uh, cover our thoughts and feelings on what direction this thing needs to head in to make sure that this kind of thing never happens again on Block Island. Right. Right. Yeah. So anyways, guys, sorry to disappoint you if you're waiting to hear a bunch of shit talk today, but it ain't going to happen. Yeah. But yeah. the Ballard's fiasco will be discussed in full on Wednesday. And it was a fiasco. It's quite a fiasco. That's all we'll say And uh, for now. You know, I, I know I have it a little lower down, but we might as well bring it up real quick because, sure. you know, I want to devote Wednesday to just all talking about that. Um, we got a, a great email from uh, Abigail LaValle. Yep. And uh, she basically was on the ferry um, earlier than the boat that had the really big problems, but it was still a problematic boat ride. She right. basically said it was very nerve wracking and the, she was, she was scared. People started overflowing from the upper decks down onto the freight deck and around the cars and, and, you know, but at the same time she said, you know, she's been seeing some, um, almost racist based, uh, commentary as to the clientele that was there. And I just want to say on my, I, at least is how I feel. I believe we feel the same, Mark, that. There's no place for that. It's really not about the a particular uh, race or religion or anything ever in these incidences. It's about the lack of control over them. You know, they say locks were made to keep honest people honest. Mm -hmm. Security is made to keep people well behaved. And, right. you know, there's always an element that's willing to push the envelope. And and that's so it, it, it's not about what crowd comes here to for what events or what things. Yeah, it's no. about keeping everything smooth and in control and peaceful so, and peaceful. Yeah, because I don't you know, it doesn't matter whether you're from the inner city of uh, Pawtucket or Woonsocket or you're from, you know, Oyster Bay, Long Island. Right. You should be able to come to Block Island and enjoy the parts of Block Island that you like. And so we don't we don't see any place for that sort of thing. So. No. And, and again, it, and let's remember. <laughs> You know, you can't control, well, you can't control what idiots say on Facebook. You can delete their comments. You can mm -hmm. block them. You can do all that stuff. But remember, uh, racist motherfuckers are always going to be racist motherfuckers. And they're going to yeah. say that shit. And all we can do is respond to it. And I choose to respond to that by condemning that kind of language. And I just don't want to see anyone trying to turn this issue into some kind of a race issue. Cause it's not, right. it's not. Yeah. Um, poor behavior can happen amongst any. Oh yeah. Demographic. Some of the, I, I had some really bad events in my restaurant that went South. It was a group of state troopers on vacation. Dude. Drinking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you I know, mean, I mean, it, it can be, you know, yeah. Anybody, anybody. Yes. Anybody. So anyways, uh, while we respect, you know, uh, your 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 opinion, Abigail, and, and and that uh, you know there there is a race there is a race element to this this whole thing, um, you know that's yeah. that's not what we're focused on. And again, we we roundly reject and condemn any any racist uh, comments or, or thought 
that that comes across our platforms anyway. Yeah, and I've even heard it not necessarily on race, just on you know inner city poor. You know, sure. It, I mean, it, it's it. There's just nobody should be isolated for any of these reasons, no. or or called out, no, based on that, right? So, so thanks for the email. Yes. And uh, did you see the boat on fire? Oh yeah. Oh wait a minute. Can we back up one second? Sure. Uh, on that to that point, um, you know about how it's it, poor behavior can go across. Have you seen the uh, documentary Trainwreck about uh, Woodstock '99? Oh, oh my gosh, I have that in my notes to bring up during our Ballard's episode. Okay. But yes. Okay. Okay. I have. But anyway, that that was a whole Maybe, bunch yeah. of white kids. That I, were that's exactly like what I was gonna say. So I mean, um, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh, that's you know. If you haven't seen that, it's about a three-day music festival that goes south. It was Woodstock 99. Right. And, um, you know, these there was a combination of mistreatment of these young kids that all attended this thing. And then price gouging. Yeah. And like you said, I, I don't. I didn't see anybody of any color in that crowd. Uh, no, I don't, and I don't, I by the end, they burned everything down and destroyed yeah. the place. Yeah. You know, because they were... They reached a point where they realized that nobody was going to stop them. That's right. It's and, about you know, a herd pack group mentality. Yeah. The mob mentality. Right. And that can occur in any demographic as yes. proven. But anyway, I just wanted to bring that that point up because that kind of, you know, encapsulates. There's it. only one demographic that I do hate. Who's that? Assholes. Me too. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. I, hate I don't even. You know, no. close no my time. eyes. I don't care what they look like. It's nope. their actions and how they talk. Exactly. You know, that's it. You yep. know, so anyway. All right. So uh, boat fire. You mentioned. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sitting in my quote unquote office on the second floor deck at Captain Nick's mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah. And uh, I look off to the west and I just see black smoke rising from the horizon. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Please tell me like something. So yeah. initially we everybody jumped and went just because we saw the smoke in you know, right. fire department wise. But then somebody called in pretty quickly that it was a boat about a mile. I don't know the deets. It looked like it was about a mile off Dory's Cove. Oh, and, uh, but there was lots of boats around there assisting them. And okay, uh, Coast Guard was on scene and the fire seemed to be extinguished. So I, I don't know any deets. I hope nobody got hurt. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, but that's that was pretty kind of crazy. It's a little weird it's when you not see something you see very often. Yeah, there's things you don't want to see up in the sky. But you know? a beautiful, warm, sunny day is the best day to have to abandon ship. Good point. <laughs> that's all I'm right? going to say. I that mean, is, good point. You know, at night in January, you do not want to have a fire on your boat <laughs> because so it's not going to end the same way. Nah. You know, so I hope they're all okay. And it was great to see. You know, that's you know the the boating community is really cool like that. Like they immediately yeah. go into action and race towards a, a vessel in trouble. Yeah, and I think that's kind of cool. Well, yeah, I'm glad there were no. Uh, Unless no, I got no a big tragedy. fish on, then I'm like, I will right, we'll be there in a minute. <laughs> let gotta, me just land this. Let sucker. me land this whale. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get him in the boat. Yeah, be right there. Just uh, tread water. Keep treading. Uh, so, mm. hey, you were talking about uh, the Bimmy earlier. You were there last week for yeah Wednesday night. We, right, we did, uh, and by we. So the, the the event was put together by uh, the Bimmy board and uh, sort of spearheaded. Um, Food wise, um, it was spearheaded by. I was taking direction from Pam Gelsimini from Dish Off the Block, mm-hmm. and uh, fortunately. Pam bit off a lot to chew. It was a dinner for 100 people. With It was a tasting dinner. So yeah. we had about, I don't know, like 15 or 16 different dishes. Wow. It was great. We had three different kinds of fish. We had a curry fish with, with cod. We had a sea bass. We did mussels, putanesca, Ooh. all kinds of great stuff. Nice. Um, 
But I am so fortunate and grateful that my brother-in-law, who is also a team member on our chef team when we go compete in the world championships. Rob? Rob Tierney. Love Rob came Tierney. Came to the rescue. Yeah. He came out the day before because I could not be there to prep, and he did so much work. And then he and I executed the hot uh, the hot food off out of the kitchen, and it went off without a hitch. I, I can't I can't imagine that it didn't because I oh. I've mentioned my Eli's story and Rich <laughs> Rich Tierney is one of my early days OG Eli's heroes. Oh yeah, we there. talked about you in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, did you? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you like, talk about the dishwasher? Did you story? ever think that guy was gonna grow up to run three <laughs> restaurants on Long Island at one time? Yeah. Rob was like, not a chance. <laughs> <What> a no- <laughs> He's like, no. Uh, well, hey, like, if it's uh, any, you know, neither did I. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I was, it was, it was believe me, we were, we were joking. I was as surprised as you were. Well, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it's nice to think that maybe somebody like Rob Tierney, who was you know shoveling you some food now and then, was a help, you yeah. know, oh, to no, get no. you where you are. Rob and, was always a great, great, great dude, yeah, and great one of those dude. guys in my early days who, you know, like I show up, I'm a nobody, but he treats you like you're just you, you're you've been here forever, yeah, and just just a nice guy. I am so fortunate. I got two brother-in-laws, Rob, and the other one's Ray. Yes. And they're both just amazing guys. Great dudes. And Ray is of my build. Uh-huh. He's big, big guy, tall. When I say big guy, you know, we're, we're both yeah. a little on the fat side. Oh, geez. At any rate. Whatever. He, um, so a, a lot of people, no matter what I do when I introduce them, I'm like, hey, um, so yeah, let's go. Go get your brother. I'm like, no, no, it's my brother-in-law. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm like, I'm positive. Trust me. <laughs> My brother actually talks like me and has the facial features, yes. but nothing else about nothing. him is physically, no, 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 you know, the same. So it's pretty funny to have a brother-in-law that yeah. looks more like he could be your brother. You know, we both have the goatee and yeah, you know, wear amazing t-shirts <laughs> usually, <laughs> all the time. Usually something to do with Star Wars, right? You know? Right. So, yeah. You know, let's touch on that. I don't know if you and I have ever discussed this. You, you have your Patty has how many sisters? Patty has two sisters. Two sisters. Yeah. And you have two brothers-in-law. Yeah, and I'm fortunate to have two great ones. So Katie has two sisters. Yeah. And I am also fortunate to have two amazing brothers-in-law. Oh, that's so nice when it works out that it way. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you have this stuff, but, you know, uh, when the sisters get together, you know, it's, it can get interesting right. sometimes, uh, you know. And uh, my, my brother-in-law, Dan and Ryan, you know, we, we don't say a lot at family uh, dinners. We just kind of sit there and uh, just let it, yeah, watch it all go down. Yeah. Yeah. But but there's a, a look that is exchanged between the brothers-in-law that is an unknowing, almost telepathic Absolutely. connection. And, it's, and, and we all are looking at each other with our eyes saying, let's just keep our mouths shut. Oh, let's yeah. Let's just keep our mouths mm-hmm. shut. <laughs> yep. We, um, we uh, you know, the only rule I like to try to enforce is the sisters can't come more than twice without the brother-in-laws. Like, you know, you get you get a couple of those, but then need, bring them for me, please. You need you know, support. I need support. <laughs> I can't, you know. I can't, I'm, uh, you know. I'm joking. Around, oh, me too. I'm totally I mean, joking too. I we, love getting together with the family. We bust chops. The wine starts totally. flowing. Oh, we're always like, who's yeah. going to tear up, whether it be happy or mad or yes, sad? It's exactly. Christmas and there's wine. So somebody's oh, wow. going to tell some story that yep. somebody's going to get all teary eyed on. You know, it's like. Anyway. Last time it was me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. it's you. Yeah, yeah, anyway, sorry to get off track. Tell me more about the dinner. Yeah. So the dinner was a tasting dinner. Um, I, I guess I, I forget the word. I'm. You know, I mean, it was kind of a buffet, but mm-hmm. I guess there's a better word than a buffet for right. that. But Station. it's so uh, uh, tons uh, of. Yeah. Let me thank all of the volunteers too. Like, very seldom do you sign up, well, or get told that you're doing a volunteer dinner. <laughs> That's as Pam told me. You <laughs> right, know, you right. Know. At any rate, 
you know, I asked in the beginning, I said, all right, dishwashing, cleaning up, you know, oh, we got tons of volunteers, tons of hands. Well, it came true. And the the volunteers, all of you, I can't even name you all, were just amazing. It includes, speaking of which, one of my, you know, Rob's wife, Laura, my wife's sister came out. And just everybody really just did did do it. You know, we weren't stuck at the end of the night, just me and Rob. We, we didn't have to do dishes or anything. So that was a great part to really be able to go in and do the chef part and not have to worry about all that stuff. That's so super cool. My hat's off to all the volunteers, raised a bunch of money, and, uh, you know, people just loved it. Great. You know, they loved the dinner, and it was good stuff. That's All the fish awesome. was provided by local fishermen. Awesome. Well, wait, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, whatever. Well, I mean, local in terms of it being the United States you or, just or prove the it. outline. We're a global <laughs> community, really. So, really, yeah. everything's local. And that was, it was, it that the way. menu was consistent of sustainable fish from New England. So, uh-huh. sea bass and clams and oysters Fantastic. and stuff like that. Great. Yeah. I wish I could have made it. Yeah, me too. It uh, was fun. That's great. You know. What else has been happening? What else I don't know. Well, let's see. Well, I just mentioned her dish off the block has a really good recipe in this week's paper. It's a blackberry gorgonzola prosciutto pizza. Oh, it's kind of a neat, sweet and savory uh, dish to try. Yep. And then uh, what else we got? Well, I know that uh, we always talk about what's happening at the uh, Historical Society. Yes. Sometimes. Um, And the Block Island Historical Society on Thursday, the 18th. At 6 p.m., we'll be uh, presenting a, uh, a talk, I guess, about the uh, USS Block Island escort carriers in World War II. Yeah, and you know who that is. You know Ben Hruska. Yeah. Yeah. Podcast w- guest. Which, by the way. Great guy, too. We love Ben. Yeah. Man, Ben is so cool. Yeah. He's the coolest nerd you'll ever meet. Yep. Very chill. <laughs> and I know he wouldn't mind me saying that. Yeah. Um, you, you know he's the smartest guy in the room, but he always. doesn't make you feel like it. No. Yeah. And his enthusiasm and his unbridled passion for history is uh, contagious. Yeah. Even if you're not a history buff, it like makes you interested just talking to the guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and- uh, we should mention, we want, also want to thank Ben, because uh, Ben dropped off a couple of uh, hats for us. Yeah, that to match our, the books, to the match book he wrote. the books, yeah. right, which is uh, you know, a USS Block Island hat. And uh, if you want to learn more about that, just listen to the podcast. I have trouble reading a book that long. I'm not sure how I would be at writing one. Like I, it's That was one intense. of the things I think we asked him. I'm like, how do you even begin? I'm like, I can barely write, write a grocery list and get yeah. through it, you know? Yeah. So, but I've anyways, tra- yeah, I've tried to read your grocery list. It's not, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> oh my, yeah, um, you don't want to see my grocery list. No, um, lighter rolling papers. <laughs> yeah, lighter yeah, rolling just, papers. Just uh, kidding. Broccoli. Wink, yeah, wink. yeah. Um, Block Island Historical Society, Thursday the eighteenth, six p.m. Valor and Courage. Ben Hruska oh. will be telling the story of the USS Block Island. Check it out. Yeah, and then Soundwaves is uh, putting on another movie, August twenty oh. third at dusk, seven forty five ish. What are they showing? Say they're showing Sunset Boulevard. Oh, I don't know it. You've never seen Sunset Boulevard? I might have. I forgot a lot of stuff. Oh my god! Yeah, it's the this. Who is it? Catherine Deneuve. Uh, I forget her. Well, uh, yeah, it's a great. It's uh, you know, the story of this uh, r- Hollywood writer in the fifties, I guess forties, and uh, he moves into this the mansion, uh, like the guest house, the pool house of a fading starlet from the silent movie era, and she's just completely psychotic and crazy, and believes that she's going to make her big comeback someday. But she's basically a recluse that just lives in her mansion, and uh, 
Uh, it's, it's it's good. She's got. You, you, have you heard the the line? Uh, I'm ready for my close up, Mister Demille. Have you ever heard that? No. That's what that that quote is oh. from that movie, and she's just totally nuts. But anyway, great movie. Yeah, I'd like to go check it out. Well, that's a, and what a spot to watch a movie. Oh my god, Are you kidding me? So nice. And, oh, oh, you know what else is happening down there? Oh, what? Um, Blues on the beach once again. Uh, that's August thirty first, five thirty to seven thirty. I don't know who the band is. I think it's Neil and the Vipers. Is it? Yeah, I think oh, that's cool. That's what I had at a glance. Okay, you okay. know, I, I could double check and confirm. Well, that's uh, all right. You know, but that's it. Uh, you know, it's yeah. going to be a fun time. It's well, a, it always again, is. Same spot, the Town Beach. Yeah, great, great place to. Uh, to enjoy yeah, and back, anything. And back um, in the day, you know, the booze beggars did one or two of those. And uh, it was always a treat. I mean, yeah. it's like you're set up there. There's families, blankets, and you're just rocking out looking at the ocean. Very nice. Yeah. What a great spot. Yeah. Yeah. And I just look quite real quick. It is Neil and the Viper. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Cool. Everybody cool. loves him. So. Oh, you know, Neil's been here for God. Neil's the only person who has consistently quote, worked at Captain Nick's longer than I have at this point. Really? Yep. Yep, I think Neil's first gig here was sometime in the, like the mid '80s. I want to say. So, do you think he'll continue the transgression, uh, the transition, and eventually be called Old Neil and the uh, Vipers? Because because uh, he was young uh, Neil and the Vipers. Uh, okay, yeah, touchy, touchy. Is we it? Don't know. It's just Neil. He, he's Neil and the Vipers. That's what I mean. Neil, now it is, and it's spelled N E A L, not N E I L. Oh, don't ever spell his name wrong, please. I hardly Trust ever me. encounter him. I I've been working with Neil for uh ever since i started booking nicks and i have to say neil is one of the f- fucking coolest and uh, the most hands down shredding guitar players in the world and um but like you know most musicians he you know or a lot of musicians it took a little time for him to warm up to me and for us to kind of get in sync with each other and now he's one of my favorite people on earth but you know when when you're the sound guy and, and you're a professional musician and and I'm I was a young kid at the time my 20s just learning how to do sound I wasn't very good at it I'm still not great but I'm a, I'm better than I was You're pretty then. good. Thanks. But you know Neil there were a couple nights where I had some feedback issues and, and Neil Neil gave it to me pretty good. Wow. You know? So but I I guess I deserved it but it made me a better sound guy. I was just going to say but it was the kind of uh giving it to you that made you aspire to get better. Exactly. Like, it's, so you know. Anyway, you stopped crying, and you're like, "Okay, I, next time." I haven't. I want to not have any feedback. <laughs> I, I cry all I, the time. I promise. I'm gonna go get stopped. some food from Rob Tierney. Yeah, <laughs> maybe if, uh, you know, it would make me feel better. Carpetbagger fillet. Um, but anyways, no. Go see Neil, man. You'll never. Yeah. You, you're, you'll be hard pressed to find a better guitar player in New England. No. Yeah. It's, it's always, and he's he's played here forever, big time. So. Um, all right. Well, uh, I guess we got one more thing as we wrap it up, and that is the uh, unless you don't want to wrap it up yet. No, um, I'm, I'm good. I don't all right. So, uh, as we said, we're sponsored by Bimmy, but um, they do these Tuesday night talks, and this week is a really good one because Ooh. we know this guy. Yeah, we, we had, do. We had first encounter with him, and he was on our podcast, and a lot of people love that episode. So many comments about that one. Yes, many people listen to it twice yeah which is cool um john dodd from the atlantic shark institute yes and he's a cool dude and he knows his shit and that's gonna be august 16th at 7 p.m and guess what the topic is mark uh sharks yeah (laughs) they specifically said great white sharks okay so you know we're gonna be specifically talking about great white sharks at this one that's right who's not interested in great white sharks 
you know, I swimmers. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not interested well, not, in meeting uh, one. You know, I didn't mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah but I'm know. very interested. I, I, I took a lot away from that one. And, you know. Incredible. Uh, Incredible. You know, I love his sort of deciphering between knowledge of the great white sharks in the area and them suddenly being in the area. Like, right. You know. Yes. Like, yes. You know, They've always been here. The tree falling in the, the woods. Point. Yeah. You know. Do you hear it? Right. If you're, nobody's there. If you're not aware and you're not there, you don't hear it. But it still made a noise. Right. You know. Good point. So. So, um, all right. So let's see. Uh, we can't leave without telling you about Bimmy's uh, facilities. They are great for private events. You can have a child's birthday party there after hours. You can have assistance from the Bimmy Maritime Marine, marine Educators to, uh, I guess, you know, make the party kind of marine oriented and, cool. and, you know, teach the kids stuff. Uh, or you can rent the Cove Room for private events, including small weddings. Yeah. And it's a great place because their amenities include the Cove Room, and that'll accommodate 180 for a sit down dinner or 250 for just kind of a less formal uh, reception. They've got a large covered porch and a half acre lawn that reaches out into Block Island's Great Salt Pond. Yeah. Yeah. And as you know, Rich, they have a large commercial kitchen. They do. And an ice maker for on-site catering. And we tested the shit out of that ice maker. <laughs> it was a hot day. I bet. <laughs> yeah. I bet. But so yeah. overall, you'd recommend Bimmy as a spot to have an event? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. They got it. It's big. It's spacious. It's it actually, is. it's beautiful. Yeah. And you know, out in the, it's just kind of a cool spot. Yeah. Very unique spot. And, uh, you know, I cool. think it's cool. So we'll check them out uh, August 16th at 7 p.m. for John Dodd's chat about great white sharks. And also, again, listeners, please tune in this coming Wednesday yes. when we will be discussing the Ballard's issue. Yeah. And, right. and you know what? I'd like to say as a teaser, I think it's more of a town council issue. Mm. I really do. Dun, so dun, dun. so let's, uh, we're going to start digging up our facts and get our shit together. And we're yeah. going to present our situation as, as we as we see it. As much as our shit can be together. Yeah. 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 It's so, pretty together. We'll, yeah, we'll get it. We'll, we'll get, get it. Because this is a yeah. serious one for it's me. It's a big one. You know, I've been pushed to the point of seriousness. Yep. Ooh. Wow. Yep. I didn't know that was possible. Well, I'm going to tell you on Monday night, he took money out of my pocket from my business. Yeah. So when that's, the, you know, again, I'm guilty of it. Oh, it doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect me. Well, yeah. guess what? It's fucking affecting me, and yep. I'm not happy. Okay. So it's time to step up the game, and let's get something done, because okay. it's got to stop. So, all right. Well, enough of that. All right, man. Enough of that. Yeah, until Anger then. management on my part. <laughs> I think you managed it very well. Look at you. Brought it in. I saw you yeah. stuff it way down in that deep, dark yep. place we all have, and I where shut it'll the, fester. Yeah, and, I shut know. the door so quick that the emergency alarm didn't even go off. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Good work, <laughs> man. Open and close. Good at that. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. I'll All talk right. to you on Wednesday. Yeah, let's do this. See you.